This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, March 7th. Brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Highest prices yet for FAO Food Index. HPAI spreads in poultry and farmer in Ukraine vows to keep planting. Fresh warning signs on food costs. The United Nations Food and Agriculture Organization is reporting global food prices hitting their highest level on record last month, and that doesn't account for the full effects of the Ukraine crisis. FAO's food price index averaged 140.7 points in February, which beat the previous high in February 2011 by 3.1 points. On a separate analysis, FAO forecasts world wheat production to rise 1.9% this year, contributing to a small 7 tenths percent increase in overall grain production. Ukraine's corn and wheat production set records in 2021, but the FAO report noted that significant damage to infrastructure, particularly port and rail facilities, could curb the export capacity to ship grains. By the way, Chicago winter wheat futures rose uh, the exchange limit 75 cents a bushel again on Friday to 12.09 a bushel. Meanwhile, Russian fertilizer manufacturers were told by their government to stop exporting fertilizer. Experts told AgriPulse that action will put further pressure on fertilizer prices paid by U.S. farmers. Take note. We'll get a fresh read on U.S. food inflation on Thursday when the latest consumer price index is released. For more on what's in store this week, you can read our Washington Week Ahead at agripulse.com. New avian flu outbreaks in commercial flocks reported. A deadly poultry disease has spread to more states. USDA's Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service said yesterday it has confirmed the presence of highly pathogenic avian influenza in a commercial mixed species flock in Charles Mix County, South Dakota. The news comes after APHIS confirmed HPAI in Missouri on Friday and in Maryland on Saturday. The Missouri detection happened in Stoddard County near the Arkansas, Kentucky, and Illinois borders. Some 240,000 broilers will be depopulated at that facility. HPAI was detected at a flock of commercial layer chickens in Cecil County, Maryland. All told, the disease has now hit nearly 1.9 million chickens and turkeys across the country, a number that will only go up once flock sizes of the Maryland and South Dakota confirmations are reported. No human HPAI cases have been detected in the United States. Now the USDA is encouraging consumers to fully cook poultry and eggs to 165 degrees Fahrenheit to kill bacteria and viruses. By the way, HPAI isn't the only disease in the news. China has reported new detections of African swine fever. According to USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service, the disease was detected in February in western China. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. 
AgriPulse Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, the third largest dairy cooperative in the country based on milk volume. Edge is a powerful advocate of Washington for farmers throughout the Midwest. Dairy farmers have always been leaders in caring for the environment, and they continue to lead in addressing changing climate conditions. EDGE believes environmentally focused policies affecting agriculture should be guided by farmers, grounded in science, driven by the market, and sufficiently flexible to allow for innovation at the farm level. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Farmer in Ukraine still plans on spring planting. Many of the people staying behind in Ukraine are there to fight. Case Housinga has stayed to farm. It's not likely to be a bumper crop this year, but Housinga says he's still planning to start planting next month. Housinga, a Dutch native who grows corn, wheat, and other crops in Ukraine, says in a YouTube post, he is short on fertilizer and fuel and is revising plans to deal with the situation in order to at least do some planting and seeding instead of nothing. Brazil, a growing market for U.S. hops. While Brazil is the largest soybean competitor to the U.S., the South American giant is also a customer of U.S. hops, and that trade continues to increase according to a new analysis from the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. The U.S. exported 1,163 metric tons of hops to Brazil last year as the brewing industry there grows and expands. That's an 85% increase from 2020, helping push the U.S. closer to Brazil's top supplier, Germany. Although Germany does continue to be the largest exporter of hops to Brazil, the United States comes in second place with 33% of the market share, according to FAS. If we consider the high devaluation of the Brazilian real against the dollar, which makes the product more expensive, and the difficulties faced by craft breweries in the pandemic year, it is noticeable that the Brazilian craft beer segment is solid and resilient. Therefore, hops for craft breweries continue to be a good opportunity for American exporters in the upcoming year. Tyson Mole's Supreme Court Petition and Worker Death Case Tyson Foods is asking a federal appeals court to delay sending a case involving four workers' deaths back to Iowa State Court for adjudication while it decides whether to file a petition in the U.S. Supreme Court. The company asked the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Eighth Circuit to stay issuance of the mandate in its decision finding that Tyson could not remove the case to federal court. Families of the workers at Tyson's Waterloo, Iowa plant who died of COVID-19 opposed the request, saying they have been thwarted in their attempts to even begin litigating the merits of their claims that Tyson's negligence and misrepresentations killed their loved ones. In December, the appeals court rejected Tyson's claims it was performing a basic governmental task or operating pursuant to a federal directive in March and April of 2020, which would have allowed the case to be heard in federal court. In its stay request, Tyson cited an appeal in the Fifth Circuit that could result in a different decision. 
there is at least a reasonable prospect that the Fifth Circuit will disagree with this court and create a square circuit split, which would significantly increase the chances of Supreme Court review and reversal, the company argued last week. The mandate is the document that gives effect to the court's opinion and order, according to Adam Pulver, an attorney for the workers' families. Here's today's He Said It. That's who I am. I'm a farmer. That's Case Housinga, who's been farming in Ukraine for nearly 20 years. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, March 7th, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.